Welcome to Lawali Life, the podcast. I'm Alice Law, your host and founder of Lawali Life, which is my coaching practice I've set up to help stress professionals and entrepreneurs to decrease, manage, and get rid of stress whilst improving their professional and personal performance. I take a very holistic approach to stress management, and this podcast is based purely around stress and loss and is a mixture of conversations with leaders in their fields from top CEOs, neuroscientists, authors, and other coaches and spiritual thought leaders guiding you through how they overcame their personal stress and losses and how you can overcome yours. In today's episode, we are joined by Lilia Navarrete, who is a transformational business coach and mindset expert. She is an amazing human being who moved from Russia when she was 18 alone with no parents, no family, no friends to New York, one of the toughest cities in the world, became a foreign exchange trader, realized she hated it, moved into coaching and has been changing people's lives and transforming their mindset ever since. She's one of the most fearless people I know and I hope you enjoy her insights into how to change a negative mindset and overcome uncertainty or stress. We are here today in LA with transformational business coach Lydia Naravet. Oh God, I can't even see your name. We can just leave it. <laughs> Navaret. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's really exciting to speak to you. Lydia is one of the top transformational business coaches for female, high-driven, high-level entrepreneurs in her field, and she sees massive change with them. So tell us a little bit about, first of all, like how you got into this journey. Ah, how did I get into this journey? So I was, um, long story short, we're just going to make it really short. I was working for a corporate. um, I was a foreign exchange trader um, uh, in New York City, working for a finance company. And uh, granted, I only worked for two years because it sucked and um, I felt really miserable and I felt tired and I felt like I was hustling all the time and I felt like something was wrong with me on like all levels because I was either too bitchy, so to speak, when I tried to sell and uh, when I didn't, I was too nice and too sweet. And so at some point I was like, this is this if you, if this is what I have to do for the next 50 years to get to my pension, shoot me. <laughs> so like that's literally how I was thinking. So then the question of, okay, like what is it that I actually want to do start popping up and it was just popping up. It was all I was thinking about, like what? Because because I I got I grasped the concept of, you know, once you find that what you want to do, you can just go and create this. Like I understood the concept, I agreed with it, but I was like, I just don't know what I wanted to do. So it took me a little bit of a while of a health journey. Funny enough, it took me a health journey because I was so stressed and so overwhelmed at work, super stressed, super overwhelmed. Because you're a foreign exchange trader, you deal with with currencies and money all the time. Such high pressure. Yeah, volatile markets all the time. So. You know, I started getting like IBS issues and and headache, massive migraines, and at at some point my health was just like this is not working. And I was only what like twenty five, like I was so young. So I was like, all right, this is killing me, my health, my marriage, my spiritual everything. So I gotta go. Um, and I started getting into health, um, into you know personal training because I was gaining weight because I was sitting all the time and. Uh, you know, healthy eating type of a journey because of IBS, obviously. And then I was like, all right, well, I actually like this. I like this, you know, I li- like I like the health journey. I like this transformation journey. Um, and long story short, I found out like this, this divine moment, a light bulb moment when I was like, oh, 
what's a health coach? Like I guess I looked at it online. I was like, oh, what's a health coach type of thing? So I first got into this industry being a health coach. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, you know, little by little, I just got into business a lot more. I was like, oh, I like this a lot more than health coaching. <laughs> but it's so interesting because it's like you say, like when you are in that intense environment of stress, like you are originally with your work, it's just all around debilitating for your entire life. Entire like life. Yeah. My relationship was falling apart. I could not connect to my husband at all. I was gaining weight. I was, my health was just deteriorating. I was massively unhappy and I was always stressed. Yeah. And that's just something everyone can relate to. That's yeah. Listening. It's, so would you say that's the greatest stress, that particular period in your time, was that the greatest stress you had to overcome or was there one particular event that you found extremely stressful? Like my entire life prior to that? Um, no, well, I'm going back uh, backwards I'm I'm Russian originally so I migrated to the United States at the age of 18 with $2,000 in my pocket and no family whatsoever oh my god yeah and it was the, the city was New York I mean you could, you could probably know 2000 and not getting you far in New York City <laughs> so I think that the entire journey up until I actually got into the corporate job was just pure stressful it was it was pure survival, to be frankly honest, because you're in the country, you know, you're not, you don't know, you know, you don't know, you don't know anything about it. You're a foreigner and you need to make it somehow in the most, like the busiest and the most, like the cruelest people on the planet. Like it's, there's, there's a reason why people say if you make it, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere in the world. So as an 18 year old female, you just dropped in the middle of the busiest city in the world and try to make it. That's stressful. <laughs> yeah. Trying to build your life without any support network is stressful. Like being, you know, legal issues. Right. So like what, what, rights do you have in this country? I mean, we know that how how scary the immigration problem right now in the United States. Like, it, it is scary. So you're just in stress all the time because you don't know what might happen to you. You don't know how you, how to survive. You, you know, job, how do you work? How do you just, how do you just make it through? So I remember my first pretty much four years, well, the first six years, because the first two years I couldn't get into college because I was doing my, my paperwork and all. So when I got into college, it didn't matter. Like it didn't matter whether I, whether I was sick. It didn't matter whether I didn't feel well. It, like nothing mattered but making money so I can pay for my living, for, for yeah. you know, for my apartment, for food, and making it through college. Like it was my biggest driver. I have to make it. I have to graduate. I have to make it work because if not, I'll have to either go back or like die. <laughs> it was it was that it was that. So it you was, will die. Yeah. So when I got to the corporate, I was really funny because when I finally got that corporate job which happened three days after I had graduated. Like it was just, it wow. was, yeah, it was really, 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 really fast. So when I got that corporate job, I was like, finally, now I can go to the gym at five o'clock or six o'clock in the evening. Like I can plan my life. Like yeah. I don't have to stress or worry. It's just, I was wrong. <laughs> oh boy, was I wrong? Cause then half a year in, I was like, I only get 10 days of vacation per year. Like, is this more than slavery or what? Like, yeah, literally. Yeah, and I couldn't see my family. Or if I saw my family for those 10 days, then I wouldn't be able to see anything else in the world because I'm just behind my desk all the time. And so that became another stressor, right? But I would say that the biggest stressful was just really life prior to that. That's interesting you say that, though, because it's uh, the, the two different types of stress you've just described. You had the uncertainty before you ended mm. your corporate job and then the pressure of the corporate job itself. So which would you say was the worst for you? 
I think stress-wise was the uncertainty. Stress-wise was the uncertainty. Because it's all about, you know, for me, it was all about survival. Yeah. It's the safety and survival. It's just such a basic thing, right? So it was really, really stressful. Um, what was within the certainty, it was not so much of a stress. It was just massive discontent and borderline depression, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, I don't, at this point, I was like, I don't even care if it's uncertain. I just can't take it anymore. It's like this... When you're absolutely unfulfilled, yeah, and when you absolutely hate your life, it's just, it's not so much of a stress. It's just borderline depression, I think. Yeah, that you don't. Then suddenly you're just like, I don't even care if I if I'm gonna you know jump into entrepreneurship and nothing works, and I like I don't know how to pay my bills. I don't care. This is miserable. This makes me miserable, and I can't take it anymore. So, stress wise, definitely uncertainty. I think at that point. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think yeah. the biggest the biggest stresses I've experienced in my life are the uncertainty. Like, yeah, whether it was like. Like, you know, losing a family member or like financial uncertainty, yeah. environmental uncertainty, job uncertainty. Yeah. Uncertainty is the biggest breeder of stress. It, it is. I, I totally agree with that. And I think because we're in the coaching industry, all you need to do to tackle that is change your mindset. Yeah. Right. So once I got into the coaching career and I realized and I was taught all the mindset and beliefs world, like it changed my life because now there is uncertainty. Like, cool, let's. Let's vibe with it, right? Let's yeah, do this. Exactly. Let's figure out what's... Because, like, what's good awaits me on the other side. Like, that's how you think. You don't think that you're going to die. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's a really different approach. <laughs> that's so true, though. So would, uh, is that how you personally overcame that, then, with mindset and changing oh, your beliefs? Yes, yes. I, I live and breathe this work. It's um, It changed my life. It truly did. From a person who thought and believed that... Um, you know, the world is a scary place and you have to struggle and sacrifice and hustle and work really hard to get where you want to get. Like you just, it like, it didn't matter. Get sick, like no problem. You still work, you know, like tired, you'll sleep when you're dead. <laughs> you know, like overachievers scenario to get into a place to realize that these are all are just stories that you created, you know, that was past to you when you were a child like that's just the beliefs that you have again around the world and your own self and people in the world and once you change those everything changes so when I started doing that work and I was like oh my god nothing is wrong with me nothing is wrong with me what like oh my god like people reach people are not evil right like oh my god I can actually create success with ease oh my god like I can create the biggest influence and impact and have fame and still have a very lucrative career or job and can have a thriving marriage and can have like all the free time like that's just that's such an abundant way of thinking right it's a life changer it's a life changer but you you have to understand that the way that we think and emotions and stress is an emotion, right? Anxiety, stress, fear, like these are all emotions. These are driven by thoughts. Yeah. And your thoughts are negative thoughts. Oh my gosh, what's going to happen to me? Oh my God, I have to, you know, triple down my work. Oh my God, like, you know, you talk about loss, like I lost someone and, and it's just like the entire way of thinking about around these issues causing emotions and then it causing you to either act or not. Yeah. And, and the way that you act or not. And it all stems down from what you really believe about those things. And it's true, you know, we have 80% of our thoughts are negative, unless you change them. And that is like, it's a crazy statistic if you think about how many thoughts yeah. you have a day, 60,000 to 80,000 a day. Yeah. So what are you actually telling yourself? And like, what were you telling yourself at that time? What were your most debilitating beliefs that you had before you changed them? So that something was wrong with me. Like, that was my biggest core belief. Something 
was wrong with me because it didn't matter what I did, the outcome in the job or anywhere else was that, okay, something's wrong with you, so you have to constantly change or do more to try to, to fix the results somehow or to try to get to a different outcome. So that is just exhausting. So something is wrong with me. I have to work extra hard. You know, I have to triple down on my commitments to make something work if something is wrong with me. Right? Yeah. I'm not enough. What I do is not enough. Or like, right, that's per- per- perfectionism comes in. I have to make sure that this is just spotless, like amazing, right? And that is very stressful. That's yeah, a high level to attain. No exactly. One's no one's perfect. Yeah. But when you think that something's wrong with you and when you think that, you know, I've got to struggle to survive. Yeah. We're not even talking about thriving. If I got to struggle to survive, then you will. You know, you will. Um, so these were my biggest, my biggest, biggest core beliefs. Right? And obviously every single person on this planet has, I'm not enough, a belief. Like we yeah. all think that, right? I'm not, I'm not enough of what I do is not enough. I'm not, I'm not dash enough. I'm not good, pretty, smart, experienced, expert, like put whatever word it in, in that space, right? But the not enoughness is always there. So I, 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 I thought about that too. Yeah, that's what Marissa Peer based her whole thing on, you know, that mantra of just telling people to say to themselves, I am enough and repeating yeah. it 30 days in the mirror and see how it transforms your mind. It's yeah. like amazing to watch. But I mean, as an expert in that field with your clients, what would you say that their core beliefs, of, you know, that were damaging them, were they similar to what you'd experienced yourself or were they very different? Do you see like a variety or do you see sort of set like, okay, those are three things that always keep coming up. Like the I am not enough, for example. That definitely always comes up. So I'm not enough. And in the industry of business, right, it all goes back to I'm not experienced enough or smart enough, right, or expert enough to be charging the prices that I yeah. want to charge because that's my just that's really my thing, right? Like I'm not, I don't know enough or I haven't worked with enough people to commend high prices so that I can live the lifestyle that I want to you know, stress-free lifestyle that I want to <laughs> live so much right so that's the big one um another big one I think is do I deserve so I don't deserve I'm not worthy that's really like those core things as well and the third one uh, which kind of goes along um is the 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 belief that I can have so I call it the either or belief right so the belief that I can have and it all stems down back to to them not enough if you think if you start like digging deeper it all goes back to the same core ones but the belief that I can only have a thriving business or relationship or um, or health right so it's an either or scenario I can either have this or that so I've got to sacrifice we don't think hey you know I really can have a thriving business and I can have an amazing partner like I can have an amazing love relationship and I can have a lot of free time and I can have a lot of influence. It's just like we can't even comprehend how this is possible. But yeah. it is, right? It is possible. So that um, limitation, right? that limiting story that if I have a thriving business, i got to work hard. I can't have free time. It's so interesting, isn't it? Because you coach women and I coach men. Mm. And there's so many differences between the way women and men think. But yeah. that particular thing in a different language is the same for both. Because men will say to me, it's like they just believe that success, stress is a byproduct of their success. Like, how could I possibly, you know, I've got so much, you know, this is the level I'm at. Of course I'm going to be stressed. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's not actually the case. And it's the same thing with what you're saying. It's like they believe that to get to that point they have to struggle. So it's a sort of similar belief but based around 
it's a struggle or it's going to be stressful either way. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's that. And I also feel like people who are very because I love working with like super high achievers, right? People who I don't need to convince them that they can make it. You know, I don't need to like talk about that. There are they crave that influence. They crave success. They crave that next level. It's like. I know it's there. Can somebody please teach me how to get there fast? Like, I want to get there fast, right? I love those because I'm, I'm the same personality. But we're forgetting that when we're in this place, right, what's driving us, again, it's like, can I just get there fast? Can I? And we don't realize that that is driven by, like, what I am or what I have right now or what I do right now isn't enough, so I need to do more or know more or learn more or do more to get to that next level. But actually, all you have to do is to switch that mentality to the mentality that what I have right now is exactly perfect and enough. And from that place, it's almost this question of who do I need to be? Who do I need to embody? What's that next version who's already having all of that How does that version think? How does that version feel? What does that version do? Like, what is the actual picture? Who is that person who I'm I'm craving to be so much? And how do they behave? And what kind of choices are they making? And so the question needs to be is, who do you need to be to become that version? And how can you become and be that version on a regular basis? And usually that means not more work, not more struggle, not more like it doesn't mean that. It just means that you 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 become you have this commanding almost experience, right? Like we talked about it today, right? Like that legendary iconic figure when like I get to do whatever I want to do and people come to me or success comes to me, right? Or opportunities come to me, I don't have to do more. Yeah. I'm just being that person who just essentially is enough, deserving, worthy, right, of all of these things. So it's all about on that level, on super, super high level, when you stress, it's never about doing more or taking on more. It's actually about letting go. Yeah. It's peeling off those layers and what can I let go of responsibilities, stories, you know, extra tasks. What are this that, what are all those things I can just get rid of or delegate or let go as stories so I can become that next version. And a lot of people at that level, as you know, they love control. That's how they oh, got there. That's yeah. how they climb there. Yeah. To release those beliefs and that control can be yeah. a big challenge. But it's, it's a huge challenge because it's uncertainty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? I've gotten to this place, right? That's how our mind works. I've gotten to this place by doing all of these things. And now you telling me I've got to let it go. Like, what? You're like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, I, how am I? Like, I don't have proof that it's going to work, but that's the whole point. Yeah. Because your your mindset was based upon that I had to work to get to my success. I can get to my success, right? You prove to yourself that you can get to this level by doing all of these things, right? But something along the line wasn't present there. So now that, if you want to get to the next level, that system isn't going to get you there and if you think about like really big icons i mean let's talk about oprah because oprah like everybody likes oprah right she's my fave yeah like or uh, i forgot this guy's name because i'm really bad with names but um he's the ceo of um whole foods right now right I know As who you mean, almost, but I forgot, yeah. Yeah, so I forgot, yeah, but anyways, <laughs> he'll, he'll forgive me. He's you, big. Yeah, if you think about, like, those people, right, if you ask them, what's, like, what are your daily routines, or what is it that you do, every single person will tell you, they're meditating. 100%. Yeah, you know, like, I meditate, 
I eat very well. I think positively. I take my days. Like, it's just such a basic thing. But the, the, the mindset shift, right? The mindset of being extraordinary, like legendary, is that you were just, at, you like, you already are. You just claim that space, right? Yeah. But it's so hard to let go of the all the things that I have to do or be in order to achieve that next level. And that's just a pile of crap. It's always like the external, isn't it? That I always say, you know, people look after, they'll be like, oh, my business is my biggest asset and I've yeah. got to look after this. It's like, you have two biggest assets if you want your business to be. It's you and it's that. And actually you are more important because you're not going to yes. get your business to be bigger or go to that next level unless you look after your biggest asset, which is you. So like you say, everyone at that top, top level who's really experiencing sort of wellness within it as well and thriving in their lives are doing these morning things. They're working on their mindset. They're meditating. That's why Ariana Huffington did thrive, you know, to look at all the CEOs who are all like, shit, this has all gone a bit too far. And then they all banded together to talk about it. And they're now like meditating every day, just seeing a whole difference in not only their lives, but it affects everyone around you, doesn't it? If you're not in a state of stress. Yeah. I, I, yes. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> us. Yes. Yes. Cause essentially when you are in this place, there's like two things that I wanted to say. And I'm like, they went both, they both went to like different directions. Like, Oh, I just lost both of them <laughs> as you were speaking. Um, but I guess if we're taking back to like those CEOs and, and what you do and you like when you want to be in that legendary space and you want to be that big influence and big impact, you also have to recognize, like you were saying, you influencing everybody else. And if you are hustling and struggling and sacrificing on things that you need to do more, you need to strap like that is exactly the model that you set for everybody else. And so we all getting into this trap of the hustle mentality of the sacrifice mentality right of the struggle mentality of the stress mentality you know, work hard play hard no not like no yeah. right so that's one so you have the responsibility if you want to make the change then you have to change yourself you can only take your team your clients as far as you are willing to go yeah that's it and I will absolutely agree to the fact <coughs> that you are your biggest asset in the business because I always tell my clients your business is an extension of who you are. It's like your third arm, so to speak, right? Exactly. So if you try to work on your business, but your life is just a ruin, I mean, it, like, it's like... If you're in tatters and you're trying to work on your business, it's never going to go anywhere. Yeah, no. And I also like to say that, like, you can absolutely, I tell my clients, you can absolutely create success by, like, doing all these things. You can have the money and you can create the success, Right. But your success will come with sacrifice. You will be either burned out or your health is going to be in, in, in just horrible. You're going to have no relationship, no family left, or, you know, like no kids or nobody wants to speak to you. Like the question that you should be asking yourself is this is the, the ladder you want to climb? Is this the building with the ladder that you want to climb? Or do you want to create a success that's holistic? Let's put it this way, yeah. right? Again, like, and I can have both end scenario. Or either or scenario. It's really a choice because nobody tells you that you will never build success if you just choose the hustle and the struggle and stress. You can, but at what cost? And it's like looking at like your vision, isn't it? What's the vision for your business or your career, but also what's the vision for yourself? Because if that doesn't line up by the time you get to the top, then why did you get there? Yeah, yeah, I got, yeah, 100%. So would you say, you know, what's the one biggest sort of key takeaway you have for when you're in that? place of stress and struggle that you would advise people to start doing 
So when I am in the place of stress and struggle, when my client's in the, in the place of stress and struggle, I think the first thing that we ask or should be asking ourselves is, it's, it's sort of like a stepping back process, right? The first thing is, okay, what am I feeling? Like what's, what is it that's not working for me, right? Or what I'm feeling is not working for me. What are my feelings? What are my thoughts? And what are the beliefs that are running in the background, yeah. right? And then you get into a place when you are realizing that in order for you to get to a different space, like if you don't want to be stressed, then what is it that you want to, what kind of an emotion do you, would you like to create? What kind of an outcome, an emotional outcome do you want to create? And then see, well, what would you be thinking? Yeah. What would you be feeling? And that what kind of belief correlates with that? And it'll be, it's a really simple process. It takes you five minutes to realize that, but then you'll see, oh my God, I'm, I'm again running on that, you know, on that pattern that this is not working out or it's, it's hard. Right. And then go back into, into understanding that that is a story or a belief that you're telling yourself. And if you want to have a different outcome, you need to feel different things, which is not stress, right? Exactly. So you need to feel what happiness, relaxation, calm, right? Joy. What do you need to think? Yeah. to create that and then what beliefs correlate with that with those thoughts it's really easy and then just ch- consciously choose it so tell my clients well besides doing the deep work right because there's always a place when you where you have to go deep and figure out what are the beliefs that are running on your childhood you can't just at some point you can just choose them right you need to go down and see a professional who will help you figure those out yeah you gotta get under those layers and yeah <laughs> see like it's like if you're not in you gotta peel off those layers baby like peel off those layers because you find you need to find that and you need to rewrite that we call it in the transformational coaching um we call it the belief imprint so it happens sometime in your childhood in your life when it was imprinted on your subconscious and now it just runs like it's been proven by quantum physics epigenetics yeah. it just runs in your subconscious like as soon as you get into this environment which triggers it right it triggers that belief and you write back into that memory you don't have a conscious understanding of it but that's what's happening in the background so at some point if you want to get out of this environment you need to work with a professional on that but when you've already worked or like the first steps that you can s- s- kind of do or, or, or take are these things stepping back and realizing that what you're thinking and believing is just a story and it's a negative story and yeah. that's why it's stressing you out so I tell my clients let's see how for the next week you can force yourself to choose a different story so the only job is to feel an emotion that is on a higher frequency feel an emotion that is a better emotion right again happiness joy peace what thoughts what beliefs what stories do you need to tell yourself so that it can make you feel that way and you'll do it for like three to five days you'll see how crazy like everything in your world starts realigning and starts magically working when it wasn't it's not magically is that you're believing a good thing and then you're acting based on those beliefs accordingly so yeah it's it's just choice isn't it it's a choice i always say to clients i'm like if you can't remember to do this, then, you know, use something to remind yourself to do this, like your technology, like an alarm saying, yeah. like, are you choosing your thoughts today? Are you thinking positively? Are you doing X and Y? Yeah. And the more you practice, that's how it gets stronger, as we know. Yeah. And it's just, it's that freedom of, like, we have the power to change this. Exactly. People don't realize that they do. Yeah, exactly. Or they just, it's like, we choose not to. Yeah, which is not to like, oh my gosh it's so like oh, I've got to think this positive things so hard so hard that's so true oh, I love that so um would you share with us one book that's truly inspired and changed you around this kind of thing or your life or what was that one book for you 
So it's really interesting, right? Because I like I I love being super honest and authentic. And I remember a client of mine asked me that question about like six months ago, and I was like, you know what? It's really interesting because what changed my life wasn't a book. You know, like I found that training and I got into that training and it completely changed my life. I hadn't even read one um, self-development or growth book by then. Like I, I just, I hadn't, like I didn't know they existed or I, I just, I wasn't attracted, right? But now I, of course, read all of the yeah. self-development, you know, growth and all of these books. But I, I really enjoy... Um, I really enjoy fiction. I just get, you know, it's, it's just it's just a joy. So I was going to say that I was Eat, Pray, Love by oh. Elizabeth Gilbert. I was going to say, but right that. now as I'm speaking about it, you know what popped up? Um, the Alchemist. That's a great, great yeah. book. Yeah. The Alchemist popped up. I was like, wow, it's such a small book, but it's just like it, it literally paints the entire picture of what we're just talking about. Yeah. It just proves, it just tells within a story the entire picture of what we just discussed. The alchemy of life. It's so interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all about trusting, believing, stepping into it. Trusting, believing, stepping into it. And that's that, really all there is, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. And then you, and then you get to, tre- to, to your treasures. We people make it so complicated. We do. It's that simple. Yeah, yeah. So that is definitely one of the ins- most inspirational. I love the self development books. They're all great, but it's kind of like reinforcing what I already know or reinforcing all these ideas. And they're great because you can take the tools and apply them. That's amazing. But that book is something for sure. Yeah, that's great. Mm. So then one last question to finish you off. Yes. What is the one thing you would tell your clients or you tell yourself to tell themselves every day that really is a great sort of intention to stopping stress or overcoming struggle? If you had to sort of give them a quote or a sentence or a mantra, whatever that means for them, what would it be? It would be build your business or build your success on your own terms. So remember, but going back to your choice, right? If you're lost, the question is, am I building it on my terms or have I gotten off the path and like listening to everybody and thinking that I'm doing all the right things, right? Based on what everybody else is saying. Are you building it on your own terms or are you not? Like that should be kind of like almost like a compass, right? Like a, a guide. If, I, if you're off the path, then you're not enjoying that it's not your term. Yeah. Right? That's pretty much it. Like, it's like really sobering question. As soon as I'm off my path and it becomes struggling or it becomes like anxiety comes up or like stress comes up, it's like, all right, Lilia, is that it? Like, are you doing it on your terms? Because your terms are joy and fun and, and, you know, success with like ease and, you know, legendary and all these things. And once it's not, like, wh- where have you gone astray almost like where have you lost the path and and then I go back into it and then I say what would it be like right now what would it feel or or uh, be like if I were to build this on my own terms right now and usually that means stop working go and do something fun yeah stop working go and you know take massage go hiking you know book a trip because you've been wanting to but then you've tried to explain to yourself why this is not a good time or why this is not, you know, this is, this shouldn't be what I need to do right now. And then I, I, I do this all the time that I go book the trip and something massive happens within the business. It's like so amazing. That's so true. It's just, I love that. That's such a good point. Cause I always think, you know, stress and anxiety is an emotional marker. So you've got to look at what your marker is trying to show you. And that's literally exactly that what you're saying yeah it's so interesting got to start paying attention <laughs> we got to start paying attention yeah it's all in your mind and it's your body is telling you like 
you know, you're, if you're feeling off, if, if there's any kind of negative emotions, which I know that some people are like, there are no negative emotions, but okay, let's face it. But like there if are. You, yeah. <laughs> if you're feeling something negative, that means that you were telling yourself a story that creates this, this negative anxiety or stress. So you got to go back and to realize, okay, there's literally no facts. It's not like it's ri- like, t- show me what's the book that tells you this is how your life is supposed to be. This is how so- somebody wrote those books. If somebody tells you that this is what you're supposed to do, somebody wrote this, like it's their truth. Yours can be different. And if it's causing you negative emotions, stop doing it. Yeah. Do something that's <laughs> causing you positive emotion. It's so easy, but we're just, ah, oh, we just love the struggle. We're wired to make it complicated. Yeah. But that was so great talking to you today. Likewise. Thank you for tuning into the Wild Life podcast so far. If you are enjoying it, then please click subscribe so we can continue to bring you more amazing guests from around the world and help you through your stresses and losses. And if you'd like any further information about my coaching practice around helping people overcome and prevent stress and create better performance in both their personal and professional lives, then please find me on www.lawali-life.com. Stay tuned. <laughs>